<laughs> Terrible content. A plus delivery. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing you've ever said to the show during the show part. Welcome to Is This a Thing, a podcast where we discuss whether or not things are things, or as Dan says, capital T thing. Have you ever seen something or read something and said to yourself, is this a thing? Is this a thing? Is this a thing? What's going on? Is this a thing? What is going on? We take those things and debate them until some sort of consensus is reached. I'm Mark. I'm Akshat. I'm Dan. All right. We're doing this. So Yeah, we are. Yeah, so let's let's paint the stage. I I am confused about an article I read on the internet where the, there was technology in it that I didn't understand, and so I I refuse to look at it anymore. Sure, just the internet in general. Yeah, I mean, it was on the wire cutters. What vaporizers? I don't understand vape nation. I don't understand it. Don't it's okay. None of us actually do. Yeah, it's a real it's a real you Mo- know bee in my bonnet. I don't get mostly because I don't understand any culture that surrounds. You know, a device. Yeah, it's real tough. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, you think it's one thing, and then there's like you told me there was another thing, and I thought it was for, like, I don't know, vaping. The, it's the like idea, a whole thing. the idea that something could be both for cigarettes and weed is is kind astounding. of astounding. Yes. We we really don't need to rehash this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> and that drop was still better than the discussion would have been. So. Yeah, and I'm obviously distracted by WrestleMania, but we don't need yes. to talk about that. Um, so how's it going? Was that rhetorical? I couldn't. Yeah, we supposed to actually answer that. that. I'm actually feeling, guys, I'm actually feeling a little bit intimidated. Why? Because yeah, the what? podcast we did last week was actually pretty good. Yeah, and, I like and, that one. Well, That's now good. I'm just worried that we're going to, I don't know. Let let America down. Well, let's look at the keys to our success. What was what was going on in that podcast that made it so good? Um, Dan was can... drunk from second one. Oh God, you're okay. right. There was whiskey. Like there was whiskey for all of us involved. <laughs> there is something measurable differently. It was also like late, but like none of us needed to be up the next day, which yeah, I think maybe really that's helped. the key. So uh, so we got to record on days where we don't have to get up. And we had a really good uh, listener topic. So yeah, so really, our success is completely up to the listener at this point. Sure, yeah. And, let's put the yeah. pressure on them. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. So the listener should send us alcohol. Uh, <laughs> plan out our schedule to make sure that it's late, but not too late. We don't have too much going on, and we don't have to get up the next day. And um, send in good stuff. That's okay. not too hard. No. Yeah, we give you this show for free. It's for free, jerk. I'm so sick of the listener. God. Actually, I'm I'm not sick of the listener. I like the listener. But I wish All the listener pain. would tell their friends that aren't listeners about the podcast so I could like even more listeners. See? Save it for the end of the show. Yeah, well, no, my, my point is, is like if 
right now, if you start hating like one of our fans, Akshat, that's a yeah. that's a, that's that's like a percentage of our fans. But like if this we get like true. a few hundred more fans, we can afford we can afford to hate a few. Exactly. That's the okay. So we want more fans because we want more fans to hate. Sure. That's the only reason we want more no, fans. No, because we want to hate the fans we've got. Hey, Akshat. Okay. If you can't hate. Yeah. Never mind. I just got a really good idea, and I'm going to write it down. <laughs> but we can talk about it at the end of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Hate the ones you got. Yeah, we want that. All right. Anybody have a topic? Uh, I have a topic. Okay. And I think we should talk about it. All right. Which That's is why I'm bringing for. it up to you right now. Uh. So we talk about a lot of things on this show, a lot of things in this podcast um, that America does right, a lot of things that America does wrong, uh, things that exist, things that don't. But for the things that America does wrong, we tell them that they're not a thing, right? We say, this is not a thing. Yes. Don't look at dicks in the bathroom. 100%. Um, you can't have soup for dinner. Just now, a, a variety lot of, of things. Exactly. Yes, uh, this is the general premise of the show. And there are things that exist that we all know that are wrong, right? Like uh, things like, you know, you don't park your car over two parking spaces. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, no double like, parking. Yeah. Or you don't like budge in a line. Like that, just things that we know that are wrong. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a fun thing about what you just said. Yeah. Um, nobody outside of Minnesota knows what the fuck that means. Wait, wait, did you say budge in a line? Do you know does what that, that mean? Does that mean cutting? See, nobody knows what the fuck that means, Mark. I just found this out this week. That's crazy. Oh my God. That's a, wait, you guys say budging a line? That's you know, adorable. Budging, budging, You're cartoon Canadians. Budging in, budging in a line. Yeah. Don't budge. Like they budged. Like they budged. Yeah. I've lived. I've lived here for almost. How have you never heard this? Ever? I've lived here nobody, for almost a decade. Nobody, nobody has heard this, Mark. It's only Minnesotans. I had no idea. I had no idea. That's no crazy. Clue. Anyway, but like you know, you don't cut in a line, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but but here's the problem with these these things, Hackshot. We can say that they're not okay, and society can say they're not okay, but they're not like laws, right? Yes. And like yeah, they're no. not like like, like for example, again? you get you get budged or cut in front of and you can't be like 911 emergency this dude was an <laughs> asshole and cut in front of us, right well, i thought you, i thought that's why we that. were creating the itat but um, there, security force but it doesn't nothing like that actually exists and Yet. until we have enough money nothing yes. can and, and it looks like that's that gonna be a while right well, yeah. god i would not want to live in the country that we ran <laughs> yeah you would because we no. would run it but you wouldn't want to be one of the people that isn't us all of these things are true that I've said so far. And okay. what, but the, the, the central problem is, is that we can tell people that these things aren't okay. And society can tell people that these things aren't okay. But there is no incentive really for people to do what's right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I mean, people can be as selfish and awful as they want and no, there's nothing to stop them. There's, right? yeah, there's just no incentive. And, and so what I'm going to propose is actual punishments for minor crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this society... Explain, so, explain more in detail. I, I like that everyone right now is filling in their heads with what this would entail. But at this moment in society, there is no actual punishment for people committing a minor crime like that, right? Okay. Yes, I'm saying there needs to be a socially agreed upon set of consequences that are viewed as okay if somebody commits a minor crime. For example, 
somebody puts their car over two spaces, it needs to be okay for you to like uh, draw something in key on their car. It just does. I see. So, so what you're saying, because first of all, punishment matches it, the crime. Yes, it is illegal to to park across two parking spots. Um, but it really isn't. Can, like you can't actually call the cops because like it's private, it's private property. You might be uh, able to do it on, like, like in a parking lot. Yeah, you yes. might be able to do it like on the street. Maybe you might get a ticket there's for that. N- there's no way you can par- double park in the street and not get a ticket sure like there's but, just no way yeah. sure absolutely but if dan just like, like you can't you you can't park in a handicap spot but again private property it's all up to that property to like do anything about it and they can't really do anything about it so you basically you're not you're saying vigilante no justice. i'm not saying vigilante because vigilante implies that it's somebody taking actions into their own hands i want society, want society as a collective to, yes. to say we're, you know, we're mad and we're not going to take it anymore. And this is what we're going to agree upon as being okay. So you want codified, like, codified responses. Yes, codified responses. Nothing to do with fish, Dan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like you're not listening. Um, codified no. responses to yeah. these minor crimes. I like, I feel like there's a flaw in this. And, what I, is and the, I feel what's like... What's the flaw? What's, what's the... You tell me. What's the opening premise of this? What? That there are things that are just not okay? That that people just have no self control, right? I mean, I guess I I'm saying that it's not about self control. It's that well, people, I guess people people will act at, selfishly no. and people will do but whatever Akshat, the fuck. The reason they, want. they do that is because they know that even if they got caught, nothing will happen. My point is that this is what's trying to solve that is by saying there are things that are going to happen that you're going to be okay with. You know, they can still park over the line. They just know that what's going to happen is their car is going to get keyed. Exactly. And that that's okay. They're taking that risk into consideration. Just as just as (laughs) a person on the highway is okay with speeding. Just as okay. Just a person on the street is okay with speeding because they know that if they get caught, they'll get a ticket. But they're kind of wagering. "Eh, I don't think I'm going to get caught. Yeah. Mark, the problem with this is that. Oh, well, I mean, there's so much wrong with this. What, what's wrong with it, Dan? What's wrong with it? People, professional law enforcement officers can barely be trusted to enforce laws. The citizenry at large? Yeah, but but I, I think what Mark is saying is when the professional law enforcement officer um, does a poor job of upholding the laws, society punishes them. Right, Mark? I, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that's, that's not for everybody. opposite of what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying there, for I'm saying there are minor things that exist in society that people don't follow because there is no punishment. There's so, no so law like, about it. And so what I'm saying is is there are sorry, there are rules and people are choosing to break the rules because there's no there's no punishment. Yeah, yeah, there's no recourse. Yeah. Like I, I tell me that that's not a problem. I mean that is a problem. There we go. And so my point is is if we're actually trying to do something, if we're actually trying to lay a positive imprint on this world, we need to start seeking solutions and an obvious solution is well if they're not afraid of repercussion, let's create the repercussion. But how do you meter this out? How do you how That's do you... the point is we need to agree upon things as a society as what is okay. And once so we do that, once we do that, once we do that then Akshat then people like the idea of going overboard is moot, right? Because everyone has agreed on these rules. So, okay. All right. So, so let's, let's, okay. Mark's dream police state. Let's, let's live in that for a second. Um, (laughs) That sounds like a really great Aerosmith song, but keep on. (laughs) 
John Johnny. I think that's, I think that's actually a, a police song. Johnny Q douchebag is is driving his Corvette. His name is uh, not. Well, it could be. Johnny. It's Johnny Quest, I think. So <laughs> the Q stands for. And he parks across three separate spaces, none yeah. of which are a handicap space. Sure. I come along. I see him doing this. He walks into the store. Do I key it myself or do I call 912? And a, and a series of like a series of guys with like keys come out and just start keying I mean, the car. Listen, we'll, we'll be right you, there. You want to fix unemployment in this country. Think about all the things you'll need. You'll need cars. You'll need dispatchers. You'll, you'll need, need people so many keys. Get there. You'll need all the keys in the world, and people have to make those keys. This creates jobs. Here's the thing: I, I would not work with work for nine one one, but ever. you are, will work for nine one two. Yeah, I mean nine one one. That is stressful. That is high risk. Nine one two seems like a party line. You know, it does a little bit. Yeah. Like this douchebag, like I put my drink down for a second and this right? douchebag waiter took it away. <laughs> no. Or yeah, like I said, this douchebag waiter took it away well, or I'm rule. at a party. I'm at a party <laughs> and I put my drink down for a second. Right. And somebody poured it down the down the sink. But that's not, that's not the point. The point is, is that's a misunderstanding. Yeah. Actually, there are pre-existing rules. OK. I, that exist. That people are genuinely choosing actively to not follow. All right, Mark, what's the punishment for, and I'm going to try and use the word here, budging in line? It's so weird that you don't know what that means to me, but yes. It's, it's, That's because I live in the real America where no, water you live in a, are called bubblers. Okay, nobody else right, calls that but Wisconsin. That's just absurd. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I come from the one part of the Midwest where soda is not called pop. Really? Yeah. That's weird. God, you you all sound so goddamn folksy. I could hug all of you when you call it pop. It's it's like <laughs> uh, it's absurd. It's absurd. I had no idea. You should just join the League of Nations. Now, the whole point is okay. Not, what's the what's the punishment for cutting in line? For cutting in line, there's so many options, right? We can figure this out. There could be, for example, like if you want to do it the way Dan is saying, nine one two, which has an immediate responder. To oh, that to. place in line that will literally move that person, like they will actually come and physically <laughs> them lift up. them. Yeah, it, it, I mean, and think about all the people that have tried out for NFL teams and that didn't make the cut. They, it's not because they weren't big; it was because they couldn't learn the playbook, right? Right. And but so, they can definitely pick up someone and, and assault them. No, 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 Akshat. When it's agreed upon, not yes. assault. It, it'd be like assaulting a cop. <laughs> what does that mean? How do you guys not understand the fuck? Oh, we get it. I think Dan, no, no. Dan was just being You're just shitty. fucking with me because the fundamental conceit of this is that everyone agrees upon it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So we if you agree upon these rules, we just yeah yeah. yeah. So if you if you watch them. someone just like I, this is an absurd thing that my brain just dreamed up, but you're in a grocery store, right? Sure. You're walking down the peanut butter aisle. And you just see some douche pull out a spoon from his pocket, open exactly. up a jar of eat peanut some butter, of it and then put eat it back. some of it and just put it back on the shelf and leave, which is walk but away. But that's stealing. Yeah, but like, but what, like nobody does anything about it. Yeah, but there's a response to that. You tell management, you get them kicked out of the store. <laughs> I mean, but you actually you do not do that because you you're so nine one two. Yeah, you're no, but you're so shocked by just looking at someone <laughs> doing that. Yeah, that you like will think about that for the rest of your life. When it's you more shocking when they use their, just use their finger. Yeah, that man gave you a gift. Yeah, that is true. Which right, is for the rest of your life, you will think about him. I think the first step 
is you call 912 and what all that happens is you report exactly what you saw and what rule it was breaking. Right? So, so there are no. That's all uh, it is. Right away, we beta. It's, it's we beta it. We figure out what are the biggest problems in America that people can't like follow. Right? Yeah. So that's got to be step one. Now, I'm not going to suggest that the beta test line should be our number, but it should probably be our number. Right? <laughs> we so can are we getting these calls? calls. Are we getting calls when someone's dog poops on your lawn? Sure. Is this a call we're getting? Absolutely. If they poop on my lawn and they don't pick it up, that is a perfect example. Okay. But that's already a misdemeanor. Or that's a civil violation. You're going to send the dog to jail? How's a dog supposed to pay bills? (laughs) This is absurd. How can that be a misdemeanor? The dog's got kids to feed. Hopefully it's not spaying new to your pets, kids. But the whole point is if they shit on your lawn, I mean, I think an appropriate response is to uh, have 912 pick up that shit and smear it on their door. Like, figure out where that person lives and smear it on their door. But I don't have to do this. I just have to call 912. Well, yeah, that's the point of 912. Who's paying for all this? The government. Okay. Just Obama. <laughs> yeah, this is just a government make work program. When no, he retires and writes his book, when he retires, he's just gonna he's gonna have his own paramilitary called nine one two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't, think, right. you don't think people? You don't think some people would just like accept this job? Of course. Well, I mean, would. I think people will accept this job because people are out of work. Exactly. But... Let's make America great again. All right. What What I worry about is. Um, four years down the line when this has taken place, we're back on this podcast wondering if this should be a thing. You know, what have we wrought sort of scenario. Because 912 was called on me seven times today. Yeah, exactly. That's the I mean, point. That- That's the point of the beta test. That's the point of having people call in. I had a bunch of jackbooted thugs burst in and drag me out of a handicap stall that I had picked instead of a normal stall. Yeah, well, you probably shouldn't have done that, so... Well, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but I did it. Will it get to a point where I'm calling 912 at someone who's calling 912 too much on me? Guys, the point is, is that they're like, and again, I feel like you're choosing to ignore the fundamental (laughs) conceit, which is that there are already preset agreed upon rules. You guys are touching on gray areas. My point is there are black and white situations that people are violating every single day. And that's not okay. <laughs> not okay. so we, we give build. me two or three more examples like okay there are an infinite amount of of line examples obviously right, right. Yeah. yeah but we covered lines i mean we we basically even covered out the punishment it would be nice if someone cut in line and then the cashier charged them more right that'd like, be fun is that something we could agree upon hey sorry there's a 50 percent dick charge right like yeah. you were a dick so uh and worst case scenario they just leave and then the line is faster like that's <laughs> yeah i suppose that's true <laughs> you can go to the back of the line and pay the same as everyone else hey and you know what you know what akshat obama's not funding this that dick charge is funding it Ooh, there we go but i mean i guess yeah i see what you're saying okay yeah uh-huh. just charge dicks and and yeah give me more examples i really want to get to the meat of this well, like, I don't know. You guys could obviously help me think of examples of exa- like of rules that exist in society. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, but this police force is your baby. So uh, um, is tailgating someone a crime? Uh, no. no. OK, I would I would I would love to be able to call someone to get them to stop tailgating me. Yeah. Yeah, that's reasonable. So like there we set up some snipers 
And, um, hey, I've got one. I've yeah. got one. I yeah. mean, and this is about this is about like obviously shitty drivers, but like, how come no one is enforcing the whole if an ambulance is going, you don't also go thing? I mean, you can technically get a ticket for it. I have for not for not uh, yielding someone, to an emergency vehicle. I've never seen someone get a ticket for that. Well, you know why. <laughs> Because there's something more important yeah. happening. Yeah, that's pressing emergency. And, and, guys, and that's the point. So okay, so the police, the police this officer just calls nine one two. This becomes yeah. a nine one two. No, no, no. You as a driver say, "I saw this fuck hard not pull over." And if yeah. this guy gets more than three calls on him in that series of events, nine one two is sent. Okay, and or if someone like, sends they, in they, dash cam footage. Yeah, sure. there you go. And they sort of stake him out, and they maybe like just dump some spaghetti on his car. I'd actually be okay with that. Spaghetti's yeah. gonna ruin that page. No, no, they just slash no, one know. tire. I mean, <laughs> that seems harsh. I know, Dan. What? We don't want these too harsh, right? We just want we just want them to. Uh, we, it seems like Mark, you, what you want is a polite but firm nudge to remind people, "Hey, stop doing that thing." And, right. And to and again, because this is how I opened it, there needs to be some sort of thing. That will keep people from doing it because it used to be called doing the right thing, right? How about it this? used to be called like wanting to not, you know, fuck with society. But nowadays, people just don't give a fuck about each other. And How so, we need first of all, I, I, I disagree that anything has changed. I think nobody ever gave a fuck about each other since humanity has existed. If anything, um, we care more about each other than yes. we ever did before. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that. To an extent. I think we're forced to care about more people. How about this? There are no direct punishments. You still get a ticket. You but it's not it's not monetary. No. You you just have a series of demerits. So it's (laughs) like a criminal record. Okay. But instead of like your employer or your landlord being able to see it. Shows up on your dating profile. It shows up on any dating profile you sign up for. (laughs) Well, what if you're, but how do you stop the the, the monogamous? It's Tinder and then next to your name, it's just 45 negative smiley faces. Look, with the divorce divorce rate at the, (laughs) at the number that it's at, eventually we're all going to end up on dating sites again. All right, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's a, good point. So that's, that's a positive outlook. Isn't it funny life. that like, even if we all three get married to the person we're currently with, at least one of us is going to get a divorce? That is the saddest thing you've ever that said. That is not funny at all. That is a pointedly not unfunny. <laughs> that's the kind of thing that's going to haunt me tonight. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. Why would you say that? <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? Statistically, one of us will get cancer. That's great. Well, fuck you. That one's actually sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other one isn't. Yeah. Well, at least. Point. You know, My bad. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mark, just stay there. I'm going to call Look, I, I at least believe in life after love. Okay. Uh, I can feel something inside me saying I really don't think I'm strong enough, but I so do believe. 912. I'm going to just text them and complain that you're quoting share at me. <laughs> Yeah, Mark, we all agreed that you shouldn't do that. But th- again, it's <laughs> not a We all agreed that anybody should never do that. I especially do, I, share. No, but this is something that that the idea that it showed that your that your douchebag uh report shows up on your dating profile is actually something that like I've never really done online dating, but um I always thought that like what if this person is really mean to waiters? Sure. 
Like I, I would look like if that that's something where it's like a deal breaker for me. So I'd like to know that in advance. What worries me a little bit about this is everything, everything about this. Well, shut up, shut up. What worries me is the idea of perceived slights, right? So if, but that that's not what I'm talking about at all. Well, no, someone, but if it shows up on your dating profile and someone is just literally out to get you and they can call you, like, they can report you for a million things and it just shows up on your dating profile. Did that you hear what I said about the ambulance? You get three calls. Okay, that's three calls. All right. But again, that's a problem too, because what if you're the only person witnessing this? Then you just do what we do right now, which is you de- you uh, you film them with your phone or with Actually, your hand. I'm not saying this is a perfect... And then you shame them on the internet. I'm not okay. saying this is a perfect system. I'm saying this is better than what exists now. That's all. Okay. All right. Like, it doesn't need to be perfect in order for it to be an improvement. Yes? Yes. No, that's fine. And it'll improve over time. You did mention the idea of beta testing it. I get exactly. that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I, so, Mark, thanks. Mark, I'm willing to give you the beta testing. Is that in ex- fair? In exchange for what? What are you going to ask for? In exchange for us moving on to a new topic. Okay. Thank you. Okay, great. So uh, we're all in favor of a police state. Uh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, I think this, I think this calls for police. a half-hearted eh. Yeah. <laughs> Check, please. As as like if if there was closed captioning on uh, real life, this would this would say non-committal grunt <laughs> or exasperated sigh. <laughs> yeah. Aksha, do you have a topic, or do we have a listener you, you topic? Know. I'm already there. I have been purposefully not checking the Gmail because I wanna I want these to come at me fresh. Um, friend of the show, Annie did ask, "Can women be DWs, or is that strictly a urinal thing?" I will say one thing, which is I don't know how female bathrooms work. I assume there are stalls with doors. Are there not doors? How would you DW this? Like either you're Slender Man and you can just like be peeing and pretend <laughs> yeah, you're a stall. Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was didn't understand that tweet because I, 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 I it, it just asked us if I guess you could be like. Well, it's the question is can can women be DWs? Yeah. So, but. I like understand. Yeah, I guess if you if you had a unisex bathroom, oh, and, I suppose. And, okay, unisex and someone, bathrooms. And someone was like was like peeping through peeping through the gaps in the stall. That's DW. Yeah, but that's that's not okay ever. Is side eyeing <laughs> someone's someone's wang at the urinals ever okay? But it's com- no. But it's completely different. You it is different. Periphery I mean, underneath just, a stall, Dan. Just physically very different. Underneath a stall is not a part of your periphery, Dan. It's physically <laughs> and hygienically very different. Don't don't do that. That's gross. Like a guy of can accidentally look at another man's dick. It would be very difficult for a woman to accidentally watch a dick. But if but if she did it. She would, that would be make a her DW. a bona fide DW. Yeah, so I guess oh. the answer to Annie is yes, women can be DWs, but only women if can they try these really hard. Yeah. It's, I'm gonna, like I'm everything else. To, um, yeah, you know what, Annie? Break that glass ceiling. Become a DW. <laughs> I don't think that's a gra- the glass we ceiling. We believe in you. It's like becoming president. It's harder. You can do it. It is harder. It is harder. And, pe- and people will give you weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna refer again to the the just the lovely Simpsons quote, which is um Reverend Lovejoy saying, short answer yes with an if, long answer no with a but. <laughs> <laughs> that is the mo- <laughs> What I love about that is that is also one of the most Jewish things ever spoken. <laughs> um, are we actually gonna do a listener question or not? 
Yeah, I believe we just did. Uh, yeah, that's but, true. We just we did just do this. Um, uh, Joe asked us, "Why aren't we on decimal time yet?" Um, so, are we just responding to like the random Twitter responses now? I think so. We're rapid firing some of these. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be fun. Why aren't we on decimal time yet? What does that mean? Uh, it was okay. So it was invented during the French Revolution. <laughs> Uh, like everything good so is, yeah. this, is this sorry can i guess is it just saying we do everything in tens rather than in 60s yeah yeah and 24s yeah so it was like who um, is currently on decimal so it's, time it's 10 Nobody seconds is. it's 10 seconds per minute 10 minutes per hour 10 hours per day but that doesn't make any sense and 10 days per week <laughs> that but comes that, up actually, with the other one. That, no, that's that's actually true. The French tried to do that, <laughs> but that doesn't follow the lunar calendar at all. Neither does ours. Uh, you keep giving credit to the French, but according to the Wikipedia fra- page, the Chinese tried this way before them. Well, but that's they true didn't of share. They didn't share, and that's their fault. Yeah, the Chinese invented everything. Oh, I get it. So everything else... it does work within a standard day. It's just everything is different. So a decimal second is point eight six four actual seconds. Yeah, a no one was saying seconds were the same. Four, well, I thought you were saying that. You never <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, to, yeah. After ten seconds, then then like we're, we just say, oh, that was one minute, and then after ten of those, we say, oh, that was one hour, and after ten of those, we're like, fuck it, it's tomorrow. <laughs> A decimal new day. Holy shit, though. A decimal hour is 2.4 hours. That's a significant amount more per hour. Yeah, that's a long time. No, I'm, I'm sorry. We, would we it be douchey never... to start saying, let's, let's, um, let's, I'm going to, I'm just going to hang out for a decimal hour or so. Is that a bad thing? No, that would actually be pretty cool because by the time it would take about a decimal hour to figure for out what everyone to figure out what you're talking about. Yeah. So, and then you're gone. I guess the answer, <laughs> the answer for Joe is never. And the reason is because our entire like if 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 America can't get on a metric system, we're not going to ever get on a decimal system. Yeah. Can I rant about something? Please do. You can do whatever Celsius, you like. Celsius is a bullshit temperature metric. Explain. It's not descriptive. It sucks. It's 60- it's very descriptive if all you're concerned about is boiling and freezing water. Which is yeah. all I'm actually concerned about. What you're should I care though. about otherwise? A 65-degree day feels different than a 60-degree day. Would you agree? If it's 55 yeah. out, you want to know that compared to if it's 48 out. Correct? Yeah. That one but I'm more on board with. I, the okay. 16, 65, I can't really tell. But yeah. Okay. But yeah. But that's important. And that's kind of just lost in the Celsius system. Hey, what temperature it is? I don't know. 41. I don't understand the Celsius system anyways. Pointless. It's a dumb system and I'm sick of other people lording it over Fahrenheit when Fahrenheit is way more descriptive for what we need. I know, I know 100 yeah, boils water and zero freezes water. That's cool, I guess. But I d- I'm not concerned I d- with water freezing and boiling every single day of my life. I'm more yeah, concerned with we, how hot it is outside. We, when you think about the Fahrenheit system, Zero is below the point at which water will freeze. But it is also a very, very nice like place to be like, it's way too fucking cold. Yeah. And w- okay. when you get to 100, that's not even close to where water is boiling. But for human beings, it's way too fucking hot. Yeah. But Akshat. Yeah. What if they were just like, hey, the the met, the Celsius is, is going to be uh, it's going to be 200 now for boiling water. And zero for freezing. Would it be more descriptive then? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'd be twice as more, twice as much descriptive. 
yeah, and then that's fine. My my problem with Celsius you know that, is that it's you just, know that half half degrees exist, right? Yeah, but eh. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah but who right. can be bothered? No, no, but you're right, Akshat. You shouldn't have to get into decimals to like be more descriptive, like about things that are more than incremental. I mean, Fahrenheit is, I feel like, genuinely a better metric, and anybody who's used it agrees. How it sucks. Celsius sucks. Oh, it's 32 degrees out. I never know anything in Fahrenheit. The only reason that Fahrenheit is better is because I'm used to it. I think that's. I think that's the. That's probably the real kicker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Akshat, you're just not used to Celsius, and I'm not either. But I never definitely. We are. Can we agree though that um, decimal time is fucking terrible? Well, decimal time is fucking terrible. Oh my god! Never, never look at the metric year. The metric year was some bullshit that the French totally invented. God, that that was some shit. Ten day weeks, and you still only get one day off. Ugh. But imperial measurements versus metric measurements, there's no, there's no comparison. Imperial is bullshit. Yeah, this is true. I only like Fahrenheit. Yeah, but okay, I I don't know how many centimeters my dick is. <laughs> yeah, you but it's just an easy way to convert it, and then you can know how many meters your dick is and how many no, kilometers guys, your guys, dick guys, is. Guys, and... guys, 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 <laughs> it's wait, wait, which one's which? So, so there's how many centimeters in a inch? Like five, five, <laughs> five. It's like two points. Right it's at like all. It's like two point something. It's point. There's okay. One centimeter equals 0.39 inches. So one inch. So there's two. So one inch is two point something. 2.5 centimeters. centimeters. Great. So we should be using the metric system because that would make my dick sound bigger. Yeah, this is so true. Like, let's just say for the sake of argument, my dick is six and a half inches long for the sake of argument. I don't like where this is going. Okay. So <laughs> it would be so 6.5 inches. No, no, go on. Yeah, Mark. Uh, 6.5 inches would mean that my dick would be 16 centimeters long. That sounds more impressive. We should get on the no, metric system. No, that sounds so much smaller. You're right, because, because centimeters because sound tiny. Yeah. You're right. There is something well, you about gotta that. Do, I thought it was going to be the reverse. Bump that, you got to bump that shit up. And you know you what? Go Fuck from, it. You got to go to millimeters. I don't understand why people whose dicks are six inches long don't just call it half a foot, because that sounds longer. <laughs> 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 my dick's half a foot long that sounds so much better than six inches wait what if you just called it like what are you doing god now i forgot i forgot how the metric system worked oh, i was trying to convert just dick like to meters Dan. yeah just move decimals around yeah anyway uh um, yeah if you said your dick was 0.16 meters that'd be pretty cool <laughs> still not still not because 0.16 does not sound impressive but you no because it's but half a foot no but it still makes you think about a meter stick that's true. Eh, a little bit better, I guess. All right. So in answer to Joe, uh, the reason that we're not. It's because you would have conversations like this. Is, um, that yes. Of these kind of sucked. So there you go. This is, wh- this is where every uh, every metric slash decimal conversation inevitably devolves to. <laughs> There's a man who um, texts me every day. And <laughs> is this your topic? No. I don't really know what to do about it. No, no, no. no. So I have texts every single day. And because I wasn't aware that people did this, I didn't know what it meant. So I I started getting a text that just said GM. And you might know what that means already. But if you don't, this will be a nice surprise for you. Do you know what that means already? Game. I have no idea. Okay. So GM. So I just kept getting this text called GM every morning, every morning GM. And when I figured out that it was actually arriving every single morning, um, 
Was it from a random number or did you know the person ahead of time? Nope, it's a random number. Did it come from the same number every time? Uh, yes. I have the text log because I haven't been deleting it. It's been happening since the last time I emptied out the text log for over a month and a half. Um, every single day I get GM in the morning and GM, of course, means good morning. And um, so he's just, it's just someone sending a good morning text. And the first time I realized that was on March 10th, where at 7.01 p.m. California time, I got a text that said GN. And then I looked at the times and I was like, oh, okay. All right. There we go. It's, uh, it's Wait, just good you morning. you still don't know this person though? Well, no. So the first time this started happening, I texted him back and I was like, hey, I don't have this number. Who is this? And he texted me back in full capitals. Can I say the name? It doesn't matter. He said, Richard Dukes. who is richard dukes is this a joke so i texted back and i was like hey is this a joke are you this like are you this person and he was like no i'm richard dukes and i was like okay i don't i don't know who this is and he called me oh god (laughs) and i picked up and he's like is this richard dukes no no he didn't say is this richard dukes he he said uh he was richard dukes he asked me if i was tony or something like that and i said no and he was like Tony in Minneapolis? And I was like, no, I used to live in Minneapolis. I just moved. And he was like, all right, I'm sorry. And since then, every morning, I get a GM. And every (laughs) night, pretty much most evenings, I get a GN. Except for this morning, 9.30 a.m., I just got one that said hi. Oh, my God. What the hell is happening? I just avoided it. And then at uh, 5.59 p.m., which I guess in Minneapolis time would be, um, what time is it now? Eight. So he's going to sleep. So I just got a GN. Why have you not blocked his number yet? What is wrong with you? I, I mean, you've gotten not... used to it, haven't you? You've got <laughs> this has become a part of your day. You're, You're finding it this every day. It is kind of nice to wake up to a good. Oh morning. my god! No, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just like I guess I could block the number. I guess I, I've never really figured out how to block numbers exactly i'm sure you it's need to this figure is, it out this because is, this is creepy yeah. and terrible what you do, what you need to do is figure out how to block him text him hey i don't know who you are i've done this already sure, i did that make sure you have the right number but you just do it one last time and then you block him and then you forget about it forever so i used to there was this guy who every couple weeks or so someone would call me and he was actually yeah from my old I so I got my phone when I lived in Milwaukee. So I've got a four four one four number, and I would get a call from a four one four number. And it was this guy who was always drunk, or or is one of those guys who always sounds drunk, which makes sense because he's from Milwaukee. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and he would say he would actually no, he was also asking for Tony. Oh, okay. He said, "Hey, is Tony? <laughs> Why is everyone looking like, for Tony? Everyone's just like, looking for Tony." Well, he would always say, like, hi, and then it would take him a second to realize that this was not Tony. Oh, God. He's like, hey, can I talk to Tony? I was like, you have the wrong number. This happened every couple weeks for about six months before I finally saved his number as drunk wrong number Tony guy. (laughs) And then I started looking forward to it because sometimes my phone would buzz and I would look down and be like, oh, it's this drunk guy. This is great. (laughs) He's going to ask for Tony. And he hasn't called in like three months, and I'm worried about him. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Why are you guys getting dependent on wrong numbers? 
it's just it's something's nice about the consistency for a while i talked to this guy more than i talked to my own sister <laughs> next time he called you just pick up and be like hey is this tony and it'll really freak him out <laughs> it'll mind freak him yeah <laughs> i don't think he's ever gonna call me again i think he i think he finally succumbed to alcoholism oh, i think God. he probably just figured out he was dialing the wrong number and like tony was like why haven't you talked to me in, in you know eight months and he was like i i've been trying and <laughs> I keep on this getting this guy who sounds like Tina from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I don't know if you sound like Tina from Bob's Burgers. That seems like a strange. Uh, yeah, she does do a good job of that. Um, no, you, you know what's actually really funny? What? This is the first time that I ever actually considered that maybe he got the right number. That was never, <laughs> you that never, he was dead, didn't you? No, I just went straight to, oh, his liver failed and he's dead now. <laughs> That is a common motif for people in Wisconsin, so I get it. He got too fucked up on brandy and fell in the river. Who drinks brandy in Wisconsin? I thought everybody Everyone. just drank beer. Everyone. Everyone. Brandy is Wait, the number fuck. one thing in Wisconsin. They're the, the number one consumer of brandy. Really? You know, you know why that is? No. Cheaper than beer? And, no, but uh, an old-fashioned is a very, very popular drink in Wisconsin bars. And I know what you're thinking don't you make an old fashioned with bourbon? Yes. In Wisconsin, it is commonly made with brandy. That's gross. Whoa. I don't know. I could get I could kind of get behind that. Because it's brandy with sugar and fruit in it? Because brandy's already sugar. <laughs> like yeah. it tastes sugary. It's not bad. And you were making fun of us for saying budging in line. No, he knew he was from a weird foreign place already. It's just he was laughing at us for being foreign, too. Yeah, because the first time I ever had one of those, I just thought, there's no way that anyone else in this goddamn country does it like this. This is too fucking dumb. Yeah, no. Uh, all right. So apparently babies are a thing. We're like, people, babies are, getting, are, a thing. people are getting pregnant and having babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's this new phrase out there that I heard and I keep hearing and that I think we need to talk about whether or not this is a thing. Oh, I'm already dreading this. Baby moons. I don't know what that means. One more time. No, I'm just confused. One more time. Baby moons. We'll break it down. There's the moons? word baby. Moon. M-O-O-N. I'm sorry I'm sick. I can't say moon. The thing, the thing in the sky. Baby moons. Thing in the night sky. Can you guys say baby it so moons. I know you know how you heard me? What? Use it in a sentence. Just baby moons. You... <laughs> you keep repeating it. What the fuck does baby moons mean? There we go. I need, an, I need an constellations? To, actually, I was just asking you to say it out loud so I could tell you knew what I was saying. So, if you <laughs> out, what is going on? Why are you social engineering this podcast? Are you Mark Zuckerberg? Get out. No, I was What's saying I'm, I'm sick and I knew that I wasn't enunciating properly. And Who was saying baby moons? Everyone. And you know why they're saying it? Because. What does mean? So, the first part is baby, right? And so, if yes. we break it down, it means you've had a baby. And moon comes from the word honeymoon. So what this is, is people are giving birth. If you had started this with portmanteau, life would have been easier. But anyways, go on. People are starting. It would be easier if I wasn't sick, honestly, because you guys kept hearing the wrong thing right away. Uh, No, we heard the right thing. We just could not believe it. Gotcha. People are having children and then are pretty much, I don't want to say immediately, but immediately going on vacation for a week. And then going back to raising their child. This is a very common thing. This is something this that is like, like going. Wait, but that's like going on a honeymoon alone. But it's it's kind of saying it's kind wait, of. Saying, but where do they leave the kid? It, with like their parents. Jesus. Can I can I read you uh, www.babymoonguide.com? 
Oh, God. Before baby arrives, treat yourself to a baby moon vacation. So some people do it before. That and seems some much more reasonable. It afterwards. That ba- seems less reasonable. So, so in the case of before, baby moons are designed for an optimum pampering and luxury. These last hurrah trips for parents to be provide the perfect setting to relax and reconnect as a couple before entering or re-entering parenthood. I'm going to make a make a statement here. Sure. Um, I don't think you can have a last like the phrase "last hurrah." Is associated with generally drunken revelry. Executed. No, no. <laughs> That's just for the cartels that you follow, Dan, on Twitter. Um, no, the phrase "last hurrah" is generally associated with drunken revelry. How are you partying it up one last time when you're super pregged out of your goddamn mind? Daddy's drinking for two. Daddy's drinking for two. Is that what's going on? Daddy's just having a bunch of brandy and passing out. That's real. That's a real good way to reconnect. Just like how we used to be. What what I don't like is is just the usage of baby without like not 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 before before your baby arrives before baby arrives. <laughs> That's just gross. So so yeah, you're right. Like I guess I'm seeing a lot of stuff. It was explained to me as both, but I'm seeing a lot of stuff about the pre baby experience. And and like it, this thing has like a phrase. I'm looking at another site that has like a phrase, and it's like first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes mom and dad's last hurrah someplace fabulous. Jesus Christ! It doesn't even rhyme. It <laughs> doesn't even rhyme. Everything about this is terrible. Uh, so that's so just the frustrating. Idea, this frustrates I, I, me. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything against. Okay, mate, you've you've had your kid. You have done the like get through like the first few weeks of having a kid, get it to the point where like you can finally be like, okay, I can hand this kid over to someone else for a time and like leave for a few days and like have some time to yourself. Okay. So you're fine with the post baby moon. Maybe not for maybe but don't I, I why are you celebrating <laughs> why are you proud of yourself it's the smugness that gets me it's like when dan uh littered and he was so proud of himself he was walking around yeah. like he had a lot of woe dio do like oh like i was me. cock of the walk yeah like he was cock of the walk you know like I he guess- thought dan thought he was it and it was frustrating that's frustrating you don't want people to behave like that i guess um, 912 i'm calling 912 right now on you dan i guess guys <laughs> I, I guess guys my main problem is who has this much vacation time nobody i mean this like, is, this oh is my god you're right you just took maternity leave. Yeah, no, no, you're, or or in the case of many of these which i'm looking at which is you go to a you know a spa with your husband before the baby is born who who has enough vacation time to take a 10 day long vacation and then go on maternity leave in america you're talking about vacation no time. maternity leave you're talking about vacation time who has this much money like <laughs> A baby, about a baby, baby is the and most money in the world to have to point, spend. Actually, the point of this is, hey, spend all your money before you have to start yeah. thinking about the fact that you're spending all your money. Hold on, Mark. I think I know what happened. Tell me. I think you accidentally stumbled on a rich people thing that that this isn't for us. We can ignore this safely. But this is it, a rich person thing. You just stumbled upon it. It's like tomorrow you're complaining about like. Is it is it right that my valet has is like it's not for us? But no, this guys, I'm hearing. Actually, I couldn't even complete that joke. That's how little experience. I, I don't know he anything has. about it. I'm no, not a rich Akshat, person. Akshat, how many rich people things become 
middle class thing. Well, not these. I'll tell you that much. No, they are. That's the point. The point is, is I the reason I heard about this isn't because I hang out with bougie ass people. The reason <laughs> I heard about this is because I've heard you, you hang out with petite bougie ass. No, <laughs> because I've hung out with millennials, and and apparently this is something that millennials are gravitating towards. And and I guess the premise doesn't sound bad all the way because the the idea is like, hey, we're about to, you know have this like yelling crying thing in our house and we're never going to have a moment alone together until this thing is 18 and out of our house like let's celebrate the last few moments we have i kind of get it no 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 it's not even that the idea is not bad i think the idea is really good because because being a parent especially a first-time parent, you're going to be stressed out of your goddamn mind, right? The yeah. first two years, you're just every day you're dreaming of killing that baby. Well, it's and kind of like day, every time you wake up and the baby is still alive, you breathe a little sigh of relief, like oh, I didn't fuck up. It's this kind of like, like going to relationship training camp before the the season starts and the season lasts eighteen years. Like well, yeah. it's it's like hey, like let's get our like together shit in a ball so that when this like giant challenge to our entire relationship comes, we're going to be okay. I mean, yeah, biologically, societally, socially, it is a very stressful time in your life. Even though it's rewarding, even though it's wonderful, it's it's stressful as shit. I don't think anybody will say, no, it was a breeze having a kid for the first time. No props. Everything was nice. It was, I frankly, it was easier than not having kids. Nobody says that, right? Um, so maybe, so- maybe, maybe it was like back when you used to have as many kids as possible because you needed a ton of labor on your farm <laughs> yeah so much yeah. so much easier now that we have these kids <laughs> of course and i don't that think was the anybody, only time life got easier <laughs> anybody any parent that is two weeks into parenting right i don't think it's frazzled well not only frazzled i don't even think they would appreciate a vacation i think all they need is a bed and room service and that is their vacation because that means they can sleep for more than three hours so yeah, because they'll I, just be happy, and I think that's fine. That is good. It's just who has the time and money for this that is absurd to me. Yeah, who? Yeah, and you could you could probably get the same results with with spending like some of your credit card rewards on a downtown hotel room for the night. I guarantee you, there is no parent three weeks into parenting that wants to go to Niagara Falls and go exploring. All they want no one is wants to, to go to a spa. They they want to sleep, watch a movie, and be left alone for a little a little while, and not worry. That's all they want. So like like not everyone has even physically healed from the process of bringing the kid God, into no, the world. At most that people point. haven't, and that's fine. It's just a rough time. It's not an easy time. It's a hard time, and yeah. So or like, do we think there should be then something to look forward to? Do we think like at six months you get like a weekend to spend in a hotel at with where the about, baby spends it with that, someone? That's actually not a bad idea. I think so, that's a great idea. So, so our yeah so. Think about it this way. Six months of maternity leave is just a thing that should happen. Yeah. Okay. Six months of mat- of parental leave. Sure. Yes. <laughs> just you get this kid. Like, like if so, like, like someone hands you a baby, whether it's a doctor or an adoption person, and you have six months where you, where your job as just a person is just lay the groundwork. So this kid turns out not shitty. Yes. Yeah. And then, but then once that six months is up, you get a little you time and then you go back to work. Exactly. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, because because here's the thing: people yeah. view that backing this on universal parental leave. Yeah, I think is I think is the way to go about this. Well, and people view this as people. I think people sometimes view this as like days off, like like the six months is days off. No, it's not. 
you're you're raising a goddamn child. That's not like a day off of like work. That's a day off of employment. But yeah. you're doing shit. Yeah, that's and it's that's tiring like as telling fuck. someone who it's like telling someone who has three jobs, like, oh, you don't have to work your one job today when they have to work their other two. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do with all your time? It's like I'm going to do yeah. other shit is what I'm going to do. And so for me, I guess it's the idea is like, yeah, after that six months is up, you get like a weekend with you and your partner by yourselves and then you go back to work. Like, that's it. That, that's what has to happen. But I, I think that's nice. I don't think, first of all, parents, I think. I think you need to give it six months. I think you need to actually like earn that time off first. I don't think you need to be like going somewhere immediately. Like, uh, kid, can I, let's leave. Like, can I call nine one two when I suspect that I, I like very strongly suspect that this person is having kids just for the days off. <laughs> like I'm pretty convinced. <laughs> but, but that's, but that's insane. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying it's okay to do. This is I'm saying it's not okay to do. That's why I'm contacting 912. If if someone think if someone is so short-sighted <laughs> that they think about having a kid just for the just for the vacation days, they are too dumb to figure out how to reproduce. <laughs> First of all, nobody is too dumb to figure out how to reproduce. Monkeys reproduce, marmots reproduce, <laughs> voles reproduce. Ants reproduce. It's easy. It is the easiest thing in the world. It's not impressive. I, Second of all, there's no, totally but, people. But ants, are so, ants are so dumb, only the smartest one can reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> ants, ants are so dumb, most of them, 90% of them can't reproduce if they try. This is true. But some of them can, and that's proof <laughs> enough. <laughs> and they don't know how to try. Ants have like 17 neurons. They don't, they, they don't know shit. We do have a bunch of if we if if we're going into the realm of rapid fire questions on Twitter. This is lightning round. Really good. They're really good this time around. All right. Um, okay. Can we just say right away the the post six month baby moon should be a thing for everyone. But the hashtag feel the burn. But the pre baby moon thing, <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. But the pre baby moon thing. It just seems like a thing for rich people, right? Yes. Frankly, all of this is just a thing for rich people until uh, hashtag we feel the burn. But there are God, guys, I was one of us should try and be rich. But guys, I was looking at baby moon packages on travel oh. sites. I'm putting a kibosh on this right now. <laughs> Bring on the rapid fire. All right. Yeah. Lightning round. Lightning round. This is good. So lightning first lightning round is from enemy of the show. Sploot ploop Ben. Um, what? Yeah. He says, who microwaves fish for lunch? My office smells like a penguin threw up, ate it, and then was eaten by a gassy polar bear. Hashtag is this a thing. Uh, <laughs> I I love the imagery. Yes. And uh, I would say horrible people microwave fish for lunch. That is, I mean, who doesn't know that's a bad, that, that is something you call 9124, right? That's a terrible thing. You call yeah. 912 on him. Yeah. No, See, yeah that's absolutely. a perfect example. There you go. So Guys. that's answered. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. I sometimes might. God damn fish. it. Oh, uh, God. 912. 912. Yeah. I mean, can I defend myself for a second? I guess. Yeah. I reheat yeah. properly cooked salmon. Okay. It doesn't uh, smell. Uh, I mean, uh, if you can. a gray area, man. If you can be discreet about it, then you don't have to tell anyone. I mean, when we're talking about microwaving fish for lunch, we're talking about microwaving fish for lunch, right? It's going to. I know. I just wanted to brag that I eat, like, uh, you know. Eat healthy food. Dan, Dan is just no, the I'm worst. You would get here's the thing. Dan, you would get nine one two called on you nonstop. 
Like every day of your life, you'd be littering. You're boasting about littering. Yeah, you're boasting day, about eating day, things. Good lord! One day Veronica's <laughs> gonna check your your score, and, and, and she's just gonna be like, "I'm sorry, I can't." Like, <laughs> no All amount right. of marriage counseling can solve this. All right, give me the next one. Odell Bell says, "Why do why do all my dealers have weird nipples?" Hashtag is this a thing? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming he's talking about auto dealers. I, whatever dealer you're talking about, it's weird that you can see their nipples, and so I'm <laughs> no. gonna say no. So wait, if, wait, it's, wait. if it's if it's a weed if it's a weed dealer, which it probably is, uh, the fact that a weed dealer isn't wearing a shirt isn't that weird. Well, it it is for us because we're in, up north, but I feel like in California, if you went over to a person's house that like dealt weed, although why would they do that? Because yeah. it's all Let's medical see. now. But but I love the I love the idea of other kinds of dealers. Yeah, why does my auto dealer have such weird nipples? Why do my arms dealers keep on having such weird nipples? <laughs> All of my dealers have weird nipples. All <laughs> my dealer. Yeah. Um, All right. Next one up. Okay. This one I like this tweet. It says, "Oh no, Google add Google Play Music. What is Easter music? Hashtag is this a thing?" And this is when if you open up if you're a Google Play Music user if you open up it says it's it is um, Tuesday afternoon. Play something for, and it gives you a bunch of playlists. And this one says, it's Sunday afternoon. Play something for Easter. <laughs> oh, my God. What is Easter what music? What is Easter music? Did you look is it, it up? just organs and people chanting about he, how he is risen? <laughs> I don't know. Or is it just like Creed and other, you know, various... I was assuming it was just like spring music, but okay. Oh, maybe it's just... It's probably just Fleet Foxes. It's probably Fleet Fox. This is actually an interesting one. I didn't realize that people got presents for Easter. Hashtag is this a thing? Of course they do. Do people... Do people get presents that aren't just candy and chocolate? So, hi, I people I'm, got presents hi. that were just candy and chocolate. Hi, I'm Catholic. Um, so uh, for Easter, generally speaking, yes, candies and chocolates. But um, e- Easter Easter baskets can have other things in them. Um, I remember, for example, when I was a teenager and my Easter basket just had the movie Fargo in it with the chocolate bunny. <laughs> because <laughs> my, my mom is awesome um something to eat while you watch and my godson got like an easter egg decorating kit in his so like it's still That's related cool. to the world of easter but it's it's like a present but you know related to that and i think he also got like a ball like just like a, a like a, a toy like to play with um so yeah, like I yeah mean, like easter presents are a thing um but obviously, more commonly, it's just like... Is it more Catholic? I mean, I'll be honest. I, I didn't know about this until I started dating Cassie. And then they, they're they Catholic. And they uh, we get presents for Easter. Well, I just like, said Catholic thing. because it's presents. Christian. And I, I think that in generally, generally speaking, Easter baskets are obviously a Christian thing. And I think that they can well, include... Obviously, they can include... Small, small presents. Is it denomination-based, okay. though? I'm seriously asking now. I, I actually don't know. I don't okay. have enough I, experience with Lutherans to really... <laughs> just <Not even>. <laughs> okay and the last uh, one yeah. next, yes last one. the woman next to me has the face of her dog embroidered sideways on her butt hashtag is this a thing Holy i want you to think about how much this person has to know <laughs> to make this tweet oh, she has to have seen the oh, butt she also has to have seen the dog yeah, but they could be walking the both, dog know I, I, both both the dog and the dog that was embroidered how do you know it's her dog i i 
guys, I can't right now. Think about how much this woman spent on this. That's <laughs> the thing that's worth. And, and the thing is, guys, is this isn't like a tattoo where like she can just walk into a shop and say, I want this. This has to be something she's like thought about for a very long time. She No, she made it. She made it, you idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Then think about the amount of time she spent actually doing it herself. It's a woman who embroidered who embroidered the face of a dog onto pants. She, this woman has nothing but time. I bet she had like oh, she's a really... got butt time, all right. No, no, no. She's got nothing she's got nothing but time and nothing but love for her dog. I paint you a beautiful picture. So this woman at one point in her life sat in cake. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. It was it was chocolate cake. And then she kept washing these pants, but there was this giant stain on the ass. And okay. so she said to herself, what can I put on this ass that would make it look great? She looks I mean, over at her dog, dog ass. That's how it was born. I mean, here's a problem with that wonderful scenario you've painted, which is just really, truly magical, is um, just throw away the pants, you mental case. What's the matter with you? They're pants. <laughs> like, j- just throw them away. If there's a stain that is unremovable on pants, the pants just go in the garbage. I don't Unless understand. you yeah. can put a dog's face on them. A dog's face on them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why the butt? We don't know the it's stain. on the, the well, no, 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 no. Oh, we do know the, it's on the, the tweet butt. is this woman next to me has the face of her dog embroidered sideways on her butt. Sideways. That's yeah. even more evidence that it was a stain that she needed to cover up. And this is absurd. You just <laughs> and and we and we have not like like we like this this person encountered this woman before she was able to put uh, a matching a matching dog on the other side of the butt. So there's some symmetry. Yes, this is a work in progress. I mean, okay, I'm I'm all for it in terms of covering up stains because <laughs> why? Just you know, throw it throwing away. away, throwing away clothes is wasteful. Aksha, not all of us have pants money. Yeah, Aksha, not just all of us can afford time. a baby moon. A fucking one percent. I I first of all, I was anti baby moon. Second of all, how? What are your pants? What's your pants budget? How much are you spending on pants? Are you like, oh, I can't throw away these pants because the next pants I I can only Aksha, buy Yeezy what's pants. cheaper? And Yeezy pants are nine hundred dollars each. Aksha, question. Yeah. What's cheaper? Mm-hmm. A new pair of nice pants. Okay. Materials for embroidering something. Boom. <laughs> but there's also the no, time no, no, element. No, no, there's also no, the looking no, no. like a psychopath in public. There's also you losing your job hey. because you have your dog tattoo embroidered sideways on your butt. Can I tell you? Who, can matter. I tell you who we found? We found Joanne from Joanne's Fabrics. Oh, oh. She's just, she can't help. This it. is Joanne. Yeah. She has to walk the walk. She talks the talk nonstop. She talks the talk nonstop. You she's, can't. She's stop living the fabric. No, from she's talking. living the curse. Curse of the craft. The curse yeah. of the craft. Thank you for listening to this week's "Is This a Thing" podcast. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. You did it again. Episode Once. thirty-nine. That's exciting. That is exciting. We're getting up there. I'm very excited. We should about do this. something. I think you mentioned this, Mark, but we should do something special for episode fifty. I think we do we'll, need to do we'll something special for episode fifty. And in fact. Uh, I, I, I have an idea, guys. Yeah. Can I run an idea past you? Sure. I think that if we get, because I think pretty soon we're going to start having to figure out how many listeners we have, right, Doctor? Probably, yes. I think, yeah. I think it's going to be about that time. And I think if we get, I don't know, because I, I don't know how many we have right now, but I think if we get over a thousand just RSS subscribers. Okay. Or if we like check and we already have that. That seems like a lot, <laughs> but okay. I think we need to do a special episode, which is just us roasting Scott 
while he's on a microphone with us. <laughs> or if not roasting, I think we need to have his opinion on something because we need to get him invested in this podcast. And I think the only way we can is to involve him somehow. This is true. The people need to hear the enemy's voice so that they understand the call to action. This is true. Yes. I think if we okay. had a thousand listeners, we would have a lot more listeners questions. No, I think honestly, I talk to people who listen to our podcast and they say they say things like, ah, I had a thing and I wasn't sure. Guys, just do it. It's always good enough. We'll be the judge. Yeah. If you send in something and it never gets used, either we forgot about it or it was deemed not good enough. And we'll make sure to send you an email that says not good enough. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, guys, no matter what you send, if it's really good, we're going to use it. And if it's really bad, we're going to make fun of you. I mean, sorry. Yes. We're going to way we're happy. We're going to yeah, either way, it's content. So, uh if you have a thing, please make sure to send it to our email uh is this a thing podcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet it at us. We are at is this a thing. You can also insta at us, which is just at is this a thing pod or they could call our number shot, which is Okay. 601. That's what I had in my head. 654 ITAT. That's 601 654 ITAT. Yes. ITAT. And if you have any if you have any 912s you need to call, you know who to call. That's number again Dan was 601-654-ITAT. There you go. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of AM radio. Yeah. So like always. Um <laughs> and of course you can always go to our website to find all of this info. For sure. It's just a thing podcast.com. Yeah, and if you've never been to our website, give it a look. Actually go yeah. down there. Uh, we used to write these things called Defending Arguments, and I recently read through all of them, and they're goddamn hilarious. Yeah, we got to get back on that train. We got to get back on that train. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Mark, we probably yeah. want to thank some people. Oh, yeah. That's something we tend to do. Yeah, I think we definitely need to thank Fletcher Magellan for the use of his song, Oh No, off his album Became a Stranger. Yes. I know. We need to. Um, and the coolest thing is that if you are somebody who lives in Minneapolis, you can thank him yourself at his residency uh, at the Reverie, which, again, is the corner of Franklin and Nicollet in Minneapolis. Uh, what's super cool about his residency, guys, is that every single week he has a special guest uh, that's going to be playing a different instrument. So, for example a pedal steel player. So like, that's a person who like, you know, steel guitar with like, that's on like a table with like the thing and the pedals. Yeah. He's just going to have a pedal steel player as like the special guest playing with him that day. Uh, we're going to, so I know we're going to have other people this month include um, a tenor saxophone player. Uh, we're going to have uh, one of the Wednesdays is going to have a fiddle player. Um, and I think if we, it, I, this is just a rumor, but um I think one of the Wednesdays is also going to have a blues heart player, uh, which is going to be crazy. So again, that is awesome. uh, so if you want to come check it out again, Fletcher Magellan, uh, his album is Became a Stranger. You can find that at, uh, uh, you know, FletcherMagellan.Bandcamp.com. Or you can, of course, check him out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Fletcher Magellan. Hey, Akshat. Yeah. Who do we have to thank for our amazing logo? Well, we have to thank Taylor Higgins. She's a graphic what? designer in Minneapolis. I know. She's great. Um, <clears throat> you can connect with her on Twitter at Taylor Higgs. Beautiful. You can find her on her website, taylorkhiggins.com. You can see her portfolio there. You can contact her there. It's a good, solid website. Sure. And she also works for a company called forbetterforbest.com. So if you've got an event coming up, you got a wedding, it's your boss's 60th birthday, um, I always use those examples. I don't know why you're throwing your boss's party, but it's your boss's 75th birthday 
and uh, for some reason, the people in your work are taking a baby moon and it's a whole event, right? <laughs> you don't want to go into Microsoft Word. You don't want to figure out the right words to type in and wing dings to make it look nice. Just hand it over to professionals. I know. On top of that, they have, uh, you know, uh, like a photo booth if you need that. They have a DJ if you need that. All sorts of crazy stuff on that website. So thank you to Taylor Higgins. Um, I think that's it. Wait, Dan, do we have anyone else that we need to thank? Uh, we don't have anyone else we need to thank, but we have one person that we need to shame. So special no thanks to Sean Fratman. <laughs> yes. Sean Fartman has been the worst. Just the worst. Yeah. Well, one day. He'll Although it was it, it was fun getting uh getting juicy Lucy's with him the other day. Oh, you traitor! And then getting getting drunk and playing Rocket League. That was pretty great. God damn! Oh, I want to play Rocket League. That sounds fun. What are you guys Get playing on. on PC or Xbox? Xbox. Oh shit! I will download that today. Cross cross play. You guys, terrible, cheating on us. All right. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to this week's This Is the Thing. I've been Mark. I've been Axshot. And I've been Dan. We're going to go out for some smokes now, but don't worry. We'll be right back, kiddo. I got a Fitbit, so to try and hit my steps which during one? my lunch hour. Which one? Which one? Fitbit HR Charge. Oh shit, that's a good one. This is a Hanukkah present a while ago, but I've I've been recently using it a lot. So I've been going on long walks in the Minneapolis Skyway mm-hmm. downtown, uh, and just like just taking the opportunity to be like, hey, get myself lost, you know? Yeah. Like that's not something that happens a lot, right? So I was going downtown. I went through the Macy's and and I went past the Target and and then I just started going down hallways I'd never been been down before and i started taking corners and then i found myself in this weird plaza and i went through a hallway and then i turned and suddenly i'm in another macy's and it was completely messed up because like there aren't two macy's downtown but i found another macy's that's connected to the skyway and i i was wandering through it just thinking not only do i not know like have i gone into another dimension <laughs> Like, did I go through the world's most boring Narnia hole where Narnia is just another Macy's downtown that I didn't know about? And I'm walking through it. And then I see a sign that I recognize to a building I recognize. And I realized I had just gone in a giant circle mm-hmm. and I'd just gone through a Skyway entrance to Macy's that I didn't know existed before. And now every time I go into Macy's, I get dizzy. So <clears throat> did you purchase that vaporizer pen? Are you like... <laughs> <laughs> 